When you're at a trade show and you're you're showing people your product, you can see their facial expression. If they get really bored or they're not, or they're not a fit for what you're showing them, they vote with their feet and they walk away. If they're really interested, they stick around and they ask a ton of questions and you very quickly figure out what people are excited about and what they're not excited about. Welcome to Virtually Live by Kaltura. Every week, we'll get into the latest and greatest in marketing and specifically event marketing, audience engagement, and brand experience. To guide us through that, we've invited event professionals and marketing leaders from various industries. In this week's episode, Kaltura's EVP Platform and Growth, Zohar Babin, speaks with Datadog's CMO, Alex Rosenblatt, about how Datadog conquered webinar fatigue with prime content at their targeted events. Let's go! Hey, I'm Zohar Babin. I'm the EVP of Platform at Kaltura, and I'm coming to you virtually live from Tel Aviv. I'm Alex Rosenblatt. I'm the CMO at Datadog. I'm coming to you virtually live from New York City. We're just a couple blocks south of Times Square. So, Alex, uh, what would you uh, characterize as the top of mind for CMOs nowadays? Ooh, top of mind is a lot. I mean, the world is kind of crazy right now. I think a lot of the things that... Uh, for years and years and years, CMOs had relied on, uh, you know, are sometimes not available or they're just not working like they used to. Uh, CMOs, I think, have had to do a lot of adaptation and uh, learning on the fly and trying new things out um, in a very accelerated time frame to be able to get the same results uh, you know, to their sales teams or to other parts of the company. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been really a crazy time. <laughs> There's so many things that are top of mind. Uh, I think for, for marketers these days, I would say the most top of mind thing is how do you maintain the same level that was expected before with so much disruption, so many platforms and so many different things that you have to do in the world. So how would you say setters kind of the world before COVID, the world after COVID, and some are now calling it kind of the new Recently events normal. and then there's the in-person um, events and recently we've been a lot about this new concept of hybrid events. Um, we're, we're not back to normal. Where, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe, there, maybe it will be normal. You see the, the values um, and, I would say that's um, probably more like three phases. There's pre-COVID, there's a very of phase, event and, and now we're kind of in um, uh, where, where a step-down, you know, like, uh, and, and it's, the, the thing I think yeah, is that it's also going to be around some countries in the world are a little bit more types have many more have pros and cons restrictions or COVID pros for an in-person event. Some are going backwards, some are going forward, especially for a CMO that's running in multiple geographies. encompassing. It's a bit confusing. It can be a bit uneven to figure out, you know, things that you can do in one geography are not working or are not available in other geographies. I do think that, that uh, you know, people have to travel. Ways, to, people have to take time a, away for travel time. time. Uh, it's more because expensive during the acute um, phase of the not pandemic. Everybody you know, has the time. Things are just turning. You might have a smaller turnout. Like, you couldn't even think uh, about it. You have to also table. get your own and people. Now, you have to work you, you with a ton of vendors. It's a larger event. For catering, people moving, and security. I mean, it's a big undertaking with tons of. Uh, another involved part of, and tons of different of processes. Is, We're running our own uh, trade show dash. Implications, the, the amount of support people force, that we have to um, get during you know, the event, at, and then coordinate great, and train. I don't know the great resignation is really the way that it should be called. I, I, uh, I think you know, of a virtual more event, musical chairs. Um, you know, obviously it's not also encompassing, but hey, you can log in from anywhere in the world at any time if you happen to be looking around, getting the hours the company is moving, or you can make yourself another company more available for an hour. So I think that almost every team 
has probably seen uh, so a it's fair much amount more of disruption. Also, uh, there's obviously the ability uh, to um, the, the team more and its composition keeps on changing. Difficulties, and even if you find someone with user experience and similar um, skill sets, you do have a lot of constitutional knowledge about how to do things that walk It was very smooth. We all even now that we're going back to live events and live events live that we would do that session in a very particular way. Recorded and it was we don't really have any veterans outside of the editing team that puts on the event. Q and A knows how these things work. So you know we had a lot of teams that come in and support. There's a and we're seeing this for the first time. Things can and it used to be something that we had time zones as a well-oiled machine. And we had a lot of people from the departments that knew what the role was when we went to an event. And these are things that all of a sudden we have to train. Again, there are people on from scratch for real and for having virtual a few people at a time. Like it used to be that we have new hires. Repertoire. The whole team. I don't see us going away from that. Has been one of the greatest challenges. I guess for trying to get to every company and every manager. The pros are you get the best of both worlds. Share a little bit about being a dog and what does being a dog do with the size of the marketing group? But being a dog give us some some people have a bit of and then you can also serve the entire world. Maybe even have a different set of content. What are you guys about? And and again, you can even incorporate some marketing challenges that you guys have. Um, sure. So I think uh, Datadog really, is a platform. If you do for hybrid monitoring the only real and security for security, putting for together modern applications, trade um, shows, or and that would be events. applications that are running and on a cloud sometimes platform like AWS, Azure, or Google will Cloud. Probably require different um, people or, because the amount of work uh, if someone has a special on-premise so setup where they've used a lot of advanced um, technologies to essentially replicate a lot of technology that's available in the cloud. People, time, and effort. You can do a great hybrid event, cover the best of both. Pretty much every base for a developer or for a second liability engineer or for a second engineer. Significant advantages to nurturing to maybe brand awareness. We got um, a ton of roles open, so you know, check out our hiring page because like we're hiring a lot. Trouble and um, things like that. And um, I would say that uh, the challenges that we're facing are very much challenges of scale. Of the company has training people, just grown by leaps and bounds in the past couple so of years. Demos we're in and, more geographies going uh, uh, at full scale videos, in different like parts of the world that better. we weren't before. And then on the in-person um, side, it sounds like more on the person-to-person person relationships, relationships building now side of things. And maybe you would and we've also even announced say, betas for a couple of others that are going to be out at some point soon. So, all of a sudden, a marketing team um, that was doing maybe a handful the, or so of products in a couple of parts of the world on the virtual has side, to be able to do almost the entire world many with three as times as many products on there. So it's that kind of scale that we have to, programs, we have to account for. Um, and um, do you see, building a team that is able to see the virtual space, be for example, getting good better the first in the future in the, in three the person-to-person relationships uh, is, is definitely an interesting challenge. It's something that we're working on right now. Hiring is a huge part of it, but then there's a lot of infrastructure. I mean, I sure hope built. so. People have to take um, things out of their brain I and break them say down. That when we started make looking templates, for make guides, make onboarding uh, uh, in twenty twenty, you know, the recruiting do, team um, does a very uh, has a very productive set of months and a ton show. of new people come in. Uh, you very quickly want like a lot of happen to be able to do the same job. We couldn't find any product or for a different This has everything we want for a long time, and it didn't feel like the things that we were suggesting. When you think of the the most impactful activities from a marketing perspective, ultimately you're measuring revenue, right? And to have the investment. Um, people to sit down what and would and be the kind of the top five um, most impactful again, I do hope that, uh, marketing I think that there's ways to do it I think that there are where you, you know and, and even some other things like you know uh, if they're great results and like, and like there are ways to, to kind of invest and in innovate in I think there's been some 
aspects yeah. to that. But um, like, I mean, for me, I even think Zoom doesn't quite have make human super connection easy to have like a very high touch. I think that the best. I mean, you've got breakout selling rooms experience and like that, that anybody do, can have. And again, and I'm not a product manager for these kinds of systems. Recommend trying. I do remember literally a fair amount of things with a big group of people. Like going to a farmer's market and talking. I'll give you an example of a thing that you know wanted to do. Whatever vegetable there was any platform that could do it. Out of the ground. We had the ability to see people's reactions to your merchandise. I think that what people were interested in, what they did. Analog of that work for B two B business. We wanted to be able to software tailored trade agenda. Uh, when of course, you're in any session, you're showing people your product. You have a recommendation expression. It's based really on the things that you filled out in your, you know, during your registration you're showing them about your interests with your feet, and they walk you're working on. If these are the sessions you're interested, go to stick around. They couldn't find questions in 2020. Very quickly figure out that allowed us to make like a customized set of recommendations for some. You know, that's that's like probably the bullseye right there. So like, had to send it out via email. But like, what we enabled was I think is really like. Before the next set of sessions, uh, saying, you know, "Hey, there's maybe. these three it's sessions happening in three different stages. That's happening these virtually. Three, which we recommend you go to this one based on what you said. It's a virtual trade show." Um, I think and we were ready to build challenges the, the algorithm trade behind like platforms where like you don't get that kind of person. We didn't have a real way to push more like a one to many where that they would some uh, pre-recorded video is playing and a ton of people are watching that video at the same time. So I do think we that some of that is missed. When we when we did our own virtual trade shows. Uh, during the pandemic, so, we also so we talked uh, a little bit about the uh, kind of experience from uh, our sponsors an organizer perspective to have a human being demoing in the virtual booth area uh, approach because we the, didn't want to lose that person-to-person uh, person -person person relationship building as much as you could get the, the kind of the true goal means. behind those uh, I think that the next uh, marketing concentric circle after that are um, Let's talk digital about demand the gen programs where there's high the intent. You make assumptions about who's going to come in and you can keep on looking at the data to Fine-tuning those assumptions about who's a lot looking about for something and to are they reacting well to whatever you're when telling them you have. Came, and then probably I think that the last after that is more the relationship passive style the organizer and the participants and then the sponsors of were normally place, just but kind of you might not always know exactly why someone downloaded something campaign uh, or something you know, like some that stories i have um, from years ago when, when, when this i was in, in the product marketing yeah scene i mean i think it really like depends on campaigns on the organizer and the organizer has two areas i think to be able to People so number one is downloading the asset because the like the platform that they the select is just not very flexible. Even if they want to do something or something, um, so I mean, like so, the further again, you get from that human connection, event, you don't really have the harder it is to really understand to who's coming, the vendors they choose. So you just have to hope so let, something that's got some touch a little bit deeper on that virtual. But then I would say the other side there's actually obviously events and then there's the in-person events. And recently we've been hearing a lot about this new concept of hybrid events. We have worked with that put on events have been very open to making changes as much the, as they the could based on the platform. And, and when um, we made some changes, and disadvantages like, yeah, of, of each type of And then of some event have been extremely... You know, where, kind where of like this is the, the program and this going, is the program uh, and words. this is how we're going to yeah. do it. And I think hybrids they're, they're not willing to hear us out and to make any changes or maybe that just because the plot have. And have you know, we have had a number of virtual pros events that have been for and in person events, obviously is, back. you know, it's, it's what we're all kind so, of used to as human beings. Uh, uh, you can gauge really people's depends. thoughts. You, you know, again, almost every time we've asked for customization, that uh, we have tried really to make impression to person-to-person -person person audiences. You know, we try to recreate as much of it as we The cons are obviously like, you have to have an example of something that we always ask for. People have to travel. Can we have to take time away from travel time? It's more expensive. They're not everybody has the time. Interacting with real people. 
Is there like turnout. a camera you can turn uh, You have to also and, get your you know, own people. A lot of times, you have to work with a ton of them. Has an ability to just have for catering and for people moving and security. You know, huge. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll turn that on. Sounds like almost on the virtual side of things. Sometimes even meeting someone across the world who knows knowledge sharing. Really interesting. Maybe brand awareness. We reach out directly and start helping them with the problem. And then others say, "Like, no, we want three white papers." But mostly, it's around the educational aspect of sharing content and training people, sharing the knowledge. So like product demos that, you know, and uh, like, uh, maybe certification them, like, what videos, things about? like that would work uh, you know, better. And then on the in-person it, it really side, it sounds like more on the person-to-person uh, -person relationships building yeah, side really, of things. Really uh, and maybe um, you would, as a marketer, even say, um, you know, a lot is driven by numbers and obviously side, some of it is vanity for sharing with your um, leadership on board, the, but some of it is relationship very and actionable and on the virtual side and you touched a little bit about this, just newcomers as possible with the follow-up increase post-event and certification program. If you downloaded this white paper, then I should see, be probably talking to you about this product. Do you see the virtual um, space, right. for what example, those, getting uh, better talk, talk a in the future about those in, in, what, in what the person-to-person relationship uh, side of things? What you should be measuring is growing during their events and in the what should be shared with sponsors future, versus uh, what maybe I mean, potentially I also so. be shared I will with say the participants that when we themselves. For a platform, yeah. uh, I'm personally uh, in not a believer at all for us to do awareness. Uh, I know that a lot of people swear by it. Show. I mean, look, uh, I'm, I'm so easily distracted. Like, if you think that I saw you, we couldn't like, find any something. I probably this has everything we want. We wouldn't have permeated. And it didn't. I don't know what the things that we were suggesting. It's going to go in one eye out the other. So I'm not a big believer in that. No one had developed. You know, of course, the marketing like that called leads. Sought after enough to have you know the investment of people. You know, I think the real KPI is how many people did you meet. I do remember there was a fair amount of things where you didn't big group of people learn about wanted to be able to sub you. Like I'll give you once again. Not all that different from seeing someone's band or like there was any platform that could do it. And we not making the ability to ask a couple of you know something that we definitely harp on is we want to sit down with people we're interested in what they did interact with work possible. And we wanted to be able to do a tailored agenda. Of course, they could go to any session they wanted to. But we wanted to say that recommendation if someone has some specific based on the things that you have filled out and went down with the question administration process. Like interest question, what you're working on. These are the sessions we think again getting a bunch of random names of people in twenty visited. You don't know why they like were there. What they were for is really not subset of users. Subset um, users, and you know when we so got like we had to send it out like via email, but like what we would have wanted was. Uh, 15 minutes that, before the I next mean, set of sessions saying, probably hey, there's these three sessions happening in three different stages. Out of these three, we so recommend you go to this one. Meaningful on interactions um, you had with we were ready to build the, the algorithms basically like the what you want to measure. But I, I didn't have a real way to push the recommendations yes. to the people so that they would Would you measure that by Let's way of the asking them questions, angle, by the way of seeing what they downloaded, what they looked the at, sponsor, or um, number of conversations they've had with salespeople? has been talked a lot about you, when it comes to trying to aim for, let's say, then, uh, when virtual came, uh, a brand like that, it was more about the relationship between hundreds of thousands of people and the participants and then the sponsors. What would you try and measure your salespeople? In digital yeah. campaign you know, or something like that, that during the um, event. Where do you see uh, well, this? I mean, going? if it's our own event, yeah, I mean, I think it really depends a on a large amount of on the organizer, and the organizer um, has to, two to cover uh, for sessions or for other material. To tweet. Very Number easy one is the someone's path and the topics the platform that they select is just not very flexible. Even if they round for a long time, so that becomes pretty obvious. So if we're a sponsor, we really don't have any interact and talk with those people. Platform the vendors can choose. Nothing gets better than saying like, yeah, this person went through a demo. 
And but then I would know, say the other side of it is actually uh, the person that was giving the demo word that has some ability so interested in solving this kind of problem. They, you know, um, but some I mean, of the yeah, vendors we're, we're really trying to get we have worked with that have put on events have been possible. very open to making changes as, as much as they could based on the platform. And, and, and I do want to we made some changes, like the event was great for us. And then some have been extremely, uh, you know, kind of like, this is the program and this is the program and this is how we're going to do it. And they, they're not willing to hear us out and to make any changes, or maybe they just can't because of the platform. And, you know, we have had a number of virtual events that have been absolute duds and we won't go back to. What do you uh, think marketers should be measuring during their events and what should be shared with sponsors versus uh, what maybe potentially also be shared with the participants themselves? Yeah, I'm personally uh, not a believer at all in quote unquote awareness. Uh, I know that a lot of people swear by it. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm so easily distracted. Like if you think that I saw your like banner or something, I probably didn't and it didn't, it wouldn't have permeated. And if I don't know what your company does, like it's going to go in one eye and out the other. So I'm not a big believer in that. Uh, you know, of course, in marketing speak, you call them leads. I feel like we should just call them people met. Um, but, you know, I think that the real KPI is how many people did you meet? And having met a person where you didn't learn about them and they didn't learn about you, once again, it's not all that different from seeing someone's banner for awareness and uh, it, it not making an impression. So, you know, something that we do definitely harp on is we want to sit down, we want someone to see the demo, we want to try to interact with them if possible in a live event or in a virtual event. And, um, you know, when, with lead capture, of course, you can say that. And, so, and if someone has some specific questions, we hope that someone actually writes down what the question is. So when they follow up, they're like, hey, you had this question. Let me help you out with that. Um, but again, getting a bunch of random names of people that, that visited your booth and you don't know why they were there, what they were looking for is really not helpful. Um, and, you know, when we've gotten data dumps like that from a vendor of a virtual uh, event, I mean, it's probably not an event we're going to go back to. If you're trying to aim for, let's say, a, a, a brand like Datadog probably attracts, you know, hundreds of thousands of, of people for a virtual event, what would you try and measure your salespeople in terms of, yeah. you know, the impact that they had during the event? Uh, well, I mean, if it's our own event, we, and, and we have a, a large amount of topics um, to to cover for sessions or for other material, it's very easy to see someone's path through the topics and know what they were interested in. And we can also see if they stuck around for a long time. So that becomes pretty obvious. If it's if we're a sponsor, we really want to interact and talk with those people. So I mean, it, nothing gets better than than saying like, yeah, this person went through a demo, and you know, maybe even the uh, person that was giving the demo wrote down a note and said, so and so is interested in solving this kind of problem. Um, but I mean, we're, again, we're, we're really trying to get to that person-to-person -person connection as much as possible. What are some uh, tips? What, what do you uh, suggest fellow marketers to think about and uh, how should they plan for the next uh, 12 months? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of very ominous headlines in the news about, uh, you know, a, a potential downturn coming up. Um, I've been... Uh, I've, I've been... I've sold through two downturns and uh, let's put it this way. I, I didn't feel much of a difference in terms of selling volume. I think that what you're trying to sell for is different. We've been in a hugely expansionary market. I mean, what is it like probably the longest expansionary market in the history of like recorded economics or something like that for the past like decade or 12 years or however long it's been. Uh, I think a lot of people in the workforce for over a decade, they don't know anything but just growth, growth, growth. Um, you know, the thing is that if people start getting 
uh, pulling back and not investing as much, people are looking for efficiency. They're looking for cost savings. Um, selling them tools that will save them money um, are, you know, th 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 that can become a pretty hot business. Uh, I think it really depends on everyone's product, but taking a look at what you might've had as an expansionary uh, like set of use cases, turning that around to be a set of, of efficiency or cost saving things you can do with the product. If you do it successfully and, and the product can do it, and maybe this is more for the marketer to tell the product person, hey, uh, do you have anything that, that would work in, in an economy in a downturn where people are trying to cut costs and save and be more efficient and do more with less? Um, but you know, if you do have those capabilities and maybe it's just something that you never thought to highlight, uh, from my own experience of, of working with products that could do that during downturns, you get a lot of business also. Go, go virtual. In person yeah. is expensive. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Alex. It's been a pleasure to talk to you and uh, look forward to meeting you again uh, next time I can uh, do in person. All right. It's good talking to you, Zohar. Bye-bye. Thank you, Alex Rosenblatt and Zohar Babin for joining us today. And thank you for tuning in. Join us again next week when we talk to Alvio Barrios, Cisco's SVP Customer Experience. <laughs>